Hi guys, and welcome to the SAPG Guild News Episode 2, now on both video and audio. So today's episode is a 10-minute conversation with Greg Wasserman. Greg is the Head of Growth, Partnerships and Opportunity at CastMagic, an AI tool that turns your recordings into transcripts, summaries, social content, show notes, and more. I suggest you check it out. There is a free trial, but the paid version is not cheap. We're talking about 700 Rand for the hobby version. However, podcasting marketing is increasingly multi-channel, and if this AI helps you create a lot more content to promote your shows and draw people to your main podcast channel, then that could be worth it for you. My conversation with Greg stems from his presentation at the podcast movement, uh, what he's seeing in the American market, and his personal views on treating yourself as a brand, making it as easy as possible for people to discover you, and giving listeners every option when it comes to consuming your content, which is a horrible phrase. I hope you find this 10-minute chat illuminating. Please feel free to send any questions or comments through the listening platform you're on, or post them in the SAPG community. Enough of that, here's my conversation with Greg Wasserman. You took me through a demo of, of Cast Magic, and I've gone through the free trial of it. We quickly found out in the conversation we had that I was completely misusing it, and I, I didn't, I didn't follow the instructions basically. But to a degree, that was also because I'm not currently producing a show that I'm trying to do like a multi-channel thing on. Can you give me, for everyone listening, the elevator pitch for Cast Magic? It was originally a tool built for podcasters. So Blaine, the founder, is like. I run a podcast, but I'm also running a company. I don't have the time to do show notes, to quotes, to all the things that you as a podcaster need to do and takes time to do. So he built Cast Magic for his own need to go like, I can't do this. So let me go ahead and get a AI tool to transcribe, pull out quotes, write my show notes, um, write, come up with titles, come up with all this information that would be coming out of it. So that was at the core what Cast Magic started off as. And it's evolved because we realize podcasters, and this is also goes to the ethos of, of what I believe is podcasting is a medium, right? Mm. So one of the big things that came out of podca uh, podcast movement was you have to be video. If you think about <laughs> YouTube being the second largest podcast or second largest search engine, you should be putting a camera no different than we're doing here, two talking heads, right? So someone can either watch it they can listen to it or using cast magic. Now you've got the plethora of repurposed content from a tech standpoint, newsletter, blog, titles, so forth. So we realized someone's doing far more than just podcasting. You're a coach, you're running sales calls. So it became now cast magic is, is your ultimate workspace for all audio content. So take sales calls, uh, take events and get the too long, didn't watch, uh, overview of the event. Uh, take coaching calls and go, okay, what are the worksheets? What are the talking points that I did with my coach or, uh, or, or my mentor or whatever? So ultimately take anything that's audio and it has an audio component and maximize the repurposing content and the ideas that come out of it. Awesome. You spoke at the podcast movement about the magic of thinking big, boost your podcast, reach and engagement. So, I mean, your perspective, of course, is, is multi-platform. Are there any other directions that you think podcasters should go in to increase their reach and engagement? Yeah, if we dissect uh, that, my background's in the media space as well. So like, I know exactly what you're talking about. But as you all know, stop fighting uh, innovation and, and kind of jump on it. Hmm. Uh, you also talked about the fact that like, and this is, it's true, like up until this point, 
And this is why Cast Magic and, and other AI tools are all blowing up and people are being able to do it. It's like, I was, I honed my craft on podcasting and that's like the recording, the editing, the, the, all the components that went into it is just so much. I didn't have the time to do anything else. I'm just going to focus there. But now you have these tools that allow you to do it. So now the thought of, Hey, start thinking of yourself as a brand instead of a podcaster. Like, fine, wear that badge of honor that you are a podcaster, but you should be building yourself as a brand. And what does a brand do? A brand's able to touch points at all the different components that a community could be engaging with. Mm-hmm. And so that is what I kind of spoke about. And that's what I believe. Like podcasting is a listening medium. Great. So I've got that. Put a camera. I've got video. Person can watch that. I can read a blog, can read a newsletter. Um, I can say it's too long, didn't listen, here are the highlights, and I know you may not watch it, but at least I know you're engaging with my content however you want. Now, as a brand, your job is to, how do I reach the largest audience, which is what most podcasters are striving for? Like, how do I get most uh, audience discoverability? Well, audience discoverability goes beyond just a podcast player or an Apple download or whatever the case you may want from a metric there. It is now all the different touch points that you can engage with the consumer, knowing that consumers want your content, but in different ways. For me, I don't have the time to listen to everyone's podcast. But if I got a newsletter that said like, hey, here's a little insights, here's a little too long to to listen. Great. I at least now I'm engaging with your content. I'm engaging with you as a brand and you're getting some of my time, but it's not the uh, 30, 60 minutes that you want me to engage with because that's where you're monetizing. But monetization, if we go to the third question that most podcasters care about is how do I monetize? There's so many other ways to monetize. I had a conversation with a podcaster who's getting into the game yesterday. And I'm like, look, how are you going to make money? And he's like, well, I got to go get more downloads. I'm like, no, let's stop thinking just downloads and let's start thinking about what kind of guests do you bring on your show? You know, being strategic about the guests you bring on. And he's like, well, I'm not going to have any guests. I'm like, great. Then let's be strategic about the content you're going to be talking about and what is you're ultimately trying to achieve. And he's like, well, I want to create a community. I'm like, well, if you're trying to create a community, then you're going to need all these different components as opposed mm-hmm. to just listening to my show and that's where my community is. So I think now we have the ability for podcasters to think of himself as brands and a brand that lives everywhere, reaching a consumer, how the consumer wants to think and and consume content. If you have a growth mindset, you're like, all right, let's lean into the discomfort. Let's go with it. I know I have to do this or I'm going to fight it and usually see what happens when someone fights technology. Sure. Absolutely. I've got a I've got a ticking time bomb of five minutes before you got a hard stop. So I'm going to go try and move ahead quickly here. Two things. Number one, you said that you came from a media space background. So one of the hypotheses I've been working on is, you know, the standard advice is you want to make a successful podcast, do it for five years, right? Which is a long bet to make, especially on a show that you not guaranteed will ever become something because no one can say, oh yeah, given five years and slow growth, that'll be successful. So what's your opinion on paid media and what's its power in amplifying the message? So last job, that's what we did. It was one of the, the features of running the, the, the listing platform. So worked with podcasters who would spend money to, to buy downloads um, on a podcast listing platform. So you're like, great. I know this person is literally here to listen. Um, it's not a 
um, a pre-roll in someone else's podcast, which works just as well. But yeah, if you want to grow, I would definitely look at, as I told everyone first, get your organic ducks in a row. Once organic ducks are in a row, throw money at it. And right. and I use that in the the sarcastic tone of throwing money at it. Like, no, spend money. But um, as you would admit in the media world, get your ducks in a row, get your earned going get before you start focusing on just paid. Mm-hmm. Uh, too often I saw podcasters, I still see podcasters, you know, they want to get more discover. Well, they're not on all the listing platforms. So take the time, go into your hosting platform or spend the time and actually submit your shows to all these other platforms instead of just thinking the 70% that Apple and Google or Apple mm. and uh, Spotify give you. Have yeah. a website. Most podcasters don't have a website. They're driving people to their hosting company's website. So once again, you aren't owning your brand. You're driving people to a third-party website. Like mm. if you're playing the long game of five years, well, you just sent all that traffic for five years to somewhere that's not yours. Uh, so... Get your organic pieces in a row, and those are simple and easy to do, especially with the tools that are out there. And then you can go ahead and start spending money. But most consumers, I don't know what it's like in South Africa, but Americans, uh, uh, they like to, they'd rather spend money to solve a problem than actually work on the problem itself. Um, and that's what I found here. So if you'd rather not get your ducks in a row organically and just go ahead and spend money on paid ads or uh, podcast players, then, then fine, you can you can do that. And those are great tools. Uh, I'm a full proponent of the paying for downloads and getting retention and looking your metrics and seeing, do these users retain afterwards and, and playing the backend game of what that looks like. Uh, arbitra- mm-hmm. What is it? Attri- not attri- uh, arbitration? Attribution. Uh, attri- well, no, um, spend five cents to make 10 cents. Um, ROI? No. Oh, right. Return on no, that's Yeah. But uh, no, there's there's <laughs> there's an A word I'm blanking on. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. That's all good. Um, so in descending order of effectiveness, what are the best paid media you can buy? Um, I think, I mean, I'm biased just because I, I was selling these as paid ads, looking at like, uh, um, ads with inside of a um, podcast podcast player, but also looking at how do I do swaps? Um, mm-hmm. I know people have shown the data and I haven't looked into it that paying to have a 30 second ad or host ad run on another podcast with a similar audience is going to help you and drive um, from my use case. Like I literally happened to me last night when I was listening to a podcast, like, if I can't click a button and add this and you're making me pause the podcast I'm on and remember what this podcast was that you're you're mentioning and then type it in, that's too much work for me. Um, but I know that's that's probably the best way that a lot of people do it. I imagine link in the show notes is about as close as you get between listening and and then following someone else. One thing that I want to touch on is our previous conversation. You mentioned something that you wish that podcasters would do, which was... Um, don't give the full bio for 20 minutes of someone before you start the conversation. Put the information in the show notes, put it in your blog, put it in your newsletter. Do you want to talk about that? For- start your show and go, hey, I got a great show. I've got so-and-so on the show. Sit back, relax. If you miss anything, 
It's in the show notes. It's on my website. I'm driving people somewhere else. And that way, I can sit back and go, okay, I'm going to enjoy this show. I'm just going to consume it. And then if I know there's any quotes that I wanted or any insights I wanted, I can go wherever you just sent me and 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 gather that more information um, sure. as opposed to trying to force a listen in, in its full entirety. For anyone listening, uh, check out Greg Wasserman's LinkedIn channel where you do most of your, I imagine that's your, the home of, of what you're posting. And dude, thank you so much for your time and the information. Really appreciate it. Hey, it was great checking with you again, John. I look forward to uh, staying in touch and um, answering any more questions. Keeping this awesome. going. Cheers, dude. Cheers. Have a great one, man.